What's going on? It's your boy Mike Maul. This is the Maul It Over podcast. Today, 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 we got a special guest in the house today. Man, it's little sus, man. We about to talk about something again. Yes, y'all, the first time we did this, <laughs> there was no recording. <laughs> we was just chatting it up and vibing, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to record this time. We're about to do it. So anyway, today we're talking about the vertical sleeve gastrectomy. We're going to talk about that. A lot of people got it. We're going to have a lot of different guests on talking about their journey, their experiences, things they went through. But today's person, today's special guest is Sharon Otis, my little sus. Y'all know what it is. Uh, so let's get to it. Mull it over. Sharon, thanks for coming on today. How are you feeling times two? <laughs> what up, homie? Um, you know, I'm great. I don't have energy like you. I'm just, you know, I'm chill. I'm relaxed. I'm great. Relaxed on this Sunday evening. You know, we just going to keep it pumping, keep it going. Uh, since we did this, we're going to do a little rapid questioning so we can get through this a little bit, get back to our vibe <laughs> point where we was at before. Uh, the first question is going to be, when did you get your sleeve? Um, I got my sleeve July 13th of 2020. Okay, that's cool. Now we're going to go through these basic questions, then we're going to just mull some things over. We're going to really sit back and get into the conversation. But we got to go through this so people who are listening can understand everything and see how, you know, or what led up, blah, blah, blah. So why did you get your sleeve? Why did I get my sleeve? Yeah. I decided to have weight loss surgery because I wanted a reset. Okay. Um, I tried to lose weight and I lost weight on my own a couple of different times and it just never stuck. So I was like, ah, let me just go ahead and try this. Like, you know, and outside of like some medical reasons, like, you know, I wanted to I, I deal with GERD or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, I don't want to keep taking medicine, but here I am. We could talk about that later. Still taking medicine for the same thing that I thought it was going to get rid of. But, you know. Um, well, we definitely going to dive you know. into that in a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted a reset. And mentally, I was ready. I wanted change. I wanted something different. And Okay. So yeah. what have you lost? Like, what's the most weight you lost on your own, would you say? I think, what, 35 pounds or something. 240 to about 210. 215 30, 30 pounds 30 35 pounds. yeah that's a good that's a good amount of weight loss uh so since you had the surgery what has changed in like give us a breakdown of like how your mindset has changed um my mindset has definitely changed i see myself differently um i think my biggest fear was that i was going to see myself as the same like on the outside, like when I look in the mirror, I wouldn't see that I actually changed. Um, and well, no, they got a they name for that? that body dysmorphia. Okay, okay, dysmorphia, body dysmorphia. Like I thought I was gonna experience that, but it's so crazy because even when I was bigger, I never actually seen myself as that size, I thought I was smaller. And it's so crazy when I say that, but I really I didn't realize that I had gotten. So big, like I had gotten gained that much weight, okay. even after I had lost it. Like I didn't. Um, 
but yeah, my mindset is, yeah, yeah. My mindset is definitely different and how I view myself, the confidence that I, that I have, it's not like one of those where it's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know for sure if I, if I look like, I, I, I believe it now. You believe it's, it. So you had to, your mind, whole mindset. So mindset is a major part in this whole weight loss thing from start to finish, right? Yeah, in the, in the middle, all of it. <laughs> your mindset is gonna play a big role. And all it is. Okay, so would you uh would you recommend this? Um I I I recommend it to people. I definitely do. I just tell people like really do some research. Like I did a lot of research before. I didn't just one day, oh, let me have this surgery. Like it because my doctor had presented it to me like years before I actually just said I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go ahead and start doing it. But I did a lot of research just to know, like, what was I getting myself into? Um, you know, I know a couple of close friends that already had had it. And so I was just like, let me ask them, do my research. And um, so I definitely tell people, if you want to have it, do it. But just know you got to go in. What is your why on why, why you're doing it? Because um, your yeah. why, I feel like, would determine your success in it or and it's going to determine whether you're going to do it because it's not it's not easy it's not an easy thing yeah, it's definitely not easy so like what made it difficult you said it's not easy like what made it so difficult after you got it like we went through you went through you went through all the classes and everything uh so you kind of knew what you were going to get into but what actually made it difficult psychologically physically emotionally the food breakup the food divorce however you want to say it like what made it not easy um what made it not easy first i mean i guess the pain like the the healing the healing process after made it not easy the fact of like really training your mind and your like going through it where you know your your mind and your stomach have to catch up to each other. Like your mind thinking, oh, I can have a 10 ounce steak. And it's like, nah, you can't, you, you can't, you can't eat that steak. You can't, you can't finish that whole sandwich. And especially not right off the jump. Like, I mean, what I didn't eat for what, like solid food for like the second week after having surgery. So it's, um, just relearning your body too, because things you might have used to enjoy, um, you might not even like. But I will say you could keep pushing the envelope on some things. However, you gotta be ready for those side effects that come with it if you keep pushing the envelope. Like, oh Ooh, yeah, side effects. Yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of side effects could it be that come with it? Um, yep. dumping and dumping is pretty much like you might uh you eat something or drink something you shouldn't shouldn't have and whether it's too much sugar or whatever the case may be like send you straight to the toilet you might throw up whatever the case may be like in it or you might just pass out you might get so yeah. sleepy your body will shut down yeah we yeah. know <laughs> your body will go into a shutdown you're like man i'm so tired i can't even keep my eyes open your yeah. body will crash now when that happens, does it kind of take you back to like when you were 
uh, pre-surgery or whatever, and your body would do it. We call it a coma. Now that after surgery, you realize that that's not really a good thing for your body to go into a coma because that means your metabolism has completely halted. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't experienced that a lot. Well, lately, I will say. Um, but I, I will say because now I know like what my cues are when I'm hungry. And I, I will say before and taking the classes that you have to take leading up to this, like it taught me a lot about myself. And I'm like, I never really knew I was full until I was stuffed. And then it's like, oh, I got the itis. And that was before surgery. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Like, we don't practice um, mindfulness eating. And pretty much mindfulness eating is like really sitting down and enjoying what you're eating without distractions. And distractions could be, oh, I'm simply on my phone while I'm eating. I'm watching TV. You're talking to somebody. And so you're not paying attention to, like, does am I really enjoying what I'm eating? How much have I actually ate? Like, you know, like that, that's things that they teach you before because after surgery, it is important. Um, you eat too fast and you ain't going to like the side effects or um, you trying to drink and eat. At the, like, it's just so many things. Like, um, you just got to take into consideration that you didn't think about before. Like, it wasn't, it didn't, it made sense to have something to drink and eat at the same time. Now, I've gotten accustomed to, oh, I'm a drink before and I might not drink during my meal. So, so after all you've been through and all the ups and downs that you've experienced now, would you recommend it for someone else? Um, I thought I answered this, but I'll answer it again. You might have answered yeah. it on the first take. <laughs> no, I think I just answered this like two questions ago. Oh, maybe you but did, maybe right. I didn't check it off. It's all right. Um, yeah, because you said you had to have the mindset for it. You're right. You answered yeah. that our question. Hey, I'm trying to roll down this list. Remember, we already answered these, so I'm really just trying to speed up and get through them so we can finish our conversation we was having. Uh, yeah. So uh, what's something that they did not tell you about the surgery? Like after the surgery was over and you, you know, you chilling, you recovering, or even after you've healed and you're on, you know, you've been out six, seven months. What's something that you had to learn after the surgery that was like mind blowing. Um ooh. So if I could talk a little bit about drinking, like so they kind of told you, like, don't drink, of course, until you six months out. If you drink, that's like the equivalent of having already you already being over the limit. But it's like, okay, I hear you. And then it's just like to actually start drinking and then to experience, um, in a sense, your first blackout. And I, I guess that will be what it is, a blackout. Like you're fully functioning and people around you know, like you seem perfectly fine and everything is on their end seems to be okay. And then you know the next day when somebody go to tell you something, you like, I can't remember that time period. Hmm. Um, it's okay, like, so did that really happen? Serious. Was that me? That ain't had to happen. That would be scary. It was really scary the first time somebody told me that. And I was like, wait, no. Like, I was like, I remember going to sleep and it was like, there was like, no, you didn't. Like, this is what happened. And I still didn't believe it. I'm like, I need video proof. But, and the scary thing is because you don't know 
when that will happen. Like it wasn't something you could prepare for. So does that happen more like on a comfort base? Like if the more you comfortable with a situation, the more likely it can happen. Or is it if you're uncomfortable, like, like what could put you in a state to where your body could actually go into a blackout um, or does it not matter at all? I don't think it necessarily matters like about comfortability. Um, it could be a lot of what you drink and how much you drink like the amount of time that you consumed. Um, I will say I noticed like depending on like, it depends, it really does. It depends on the setting. So it, I guess it could be comfortability. Like um, if you're out, you're enjoying the moment, you like you, you lose track of a lot of things. And then it's just like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, once you actually take that step back, it's like, oh, maybe I had too much to drink, but you still don't know when that moment will happen that this is the time period I won't remember. So it's so like, like since you got the surgery, like I guess this is my question. I know like one glass of wine is like the equivalent of like 10 to somebody else. So like with your experience, because you've experienced these things, like is wine more susceptible to knocking you down like that versus alcohol or I mean versus liquor, hard liquor, or would it is there a balance? Like how did that Suppose like there you 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 drink. Let's say you're a social drinker, like, and you had the surgery, and you're like, "Well, I want to drink again." How would somebody drinking? How would a drinker know what's their limit before blackout? Um, I would say honestly, your limit is probably that first drink, and that's that's just really to be honest. I mean, especially if I mean knowing that the way that your body is going to break down the alcohol. Like, I mean, it's a learning process it's, it's, and it could be different for everybody else. Um, I will say it doesn't matter if it's wine or hard liquor. We know that hard liquor has more alcohol in it, of course. So that will probably hit you quicker and um, than the wine does. But I've known people that had the surgery and they drink just wine and they've experienced the blackout periods. Because I read something not that long ago where it says that, like, I can't remember the percentage, so I don't want to make it up. But it was like a huge percentage of people after surgery become alcoholics. Why do you think that is? Um, I feel like it has a lot to do with maybe the relationship you have with food. So, like, if food was your way to cope with things um, and you can't that that the coping mechanism with food has been taken away in a sense. So um, it's like, I'm already not hungry. So if I'm a drink, I enjoy that I'm drinking. I'm enjoying the fact that maybe um, this may be used as a way that not, I can cope with things. And in your mind, it's like, oh, I'm drinking liquor. Maybe I'm not going to gain weight. However, I will say I don't, they say you gain weight back, but it would definitely cause you to stall. I will say that if you're going to start drinking after surgery, be prepared for the stall. So the, for real, for I, real, the best thing is just to be cool. Just yeah, stay away from the best thing is to not, to not drink honestly. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like I'm. You're gonna do what you want to do. Um, right, right. Facts. Period. Um. But if you do, just, yeah, be mindful. Like, I mean, they say, like, take your first drink and let that be it. Like, you might maybe one drink an hour or something. Like, but just to be safe, 
I mean, like, cause you don't know. It's like one of those things, like, like I said, nobody had ever told me about this. I never knew this was something that was a thing until I experienced it. And then I told somebody else that had the surgery, they like, yeah, that happened to me. And then it was like, and I met somebody else and it's like, yeah, I've had those periods. And I'm like, well, why don't they talk about this? And I think if they talked about this more in classes, then it will, I think it would make people, um, think about actually, oh, maybe I don't want to actually drink alcohol anymore. Because like I said, when you have, like, that's not something you want. You don't crave that thing anymore after surgery. So when right you do on. it, it's more so a choice. Right. So you been, what you've been through, um, would you change anything about it? About your surgery uh -huh. experience? Or has it all like helped you become better? Uh, I don't think I would have changed anything. Um, no, I don't think I necessarily would have changed anything. Like, I don't have any regrets. I feel like I've learned a lot. I learned a lot of things by experience and what I've been through versus not just what they told me. So I wouldn't necessarily change, especially if what I've been through can help somebody else. Like I wouldn't, I don't, I don't have a regret. Okay. So, all right, let's, let's get into the nitty gritty of some things. So we got people who have the <laughs> surgery and then deny or downplay the fact that they may have had the surgery. Now, granted the surgery, whether you had or didn't have it, ain't nobody's business. That's up to you. But, some people conduct themselves in such a way that you would think they've been in the gym just, you know, doing everything. Like even with multiplying it with like they they putting up videos and <laughs> items and supplements, and it's like, well, hold on a second, didn't you? Like, why not tell the whole story if you're gonna tell it? Like, even if it's me, if I'm talking to somebody, I tell them I had that first. I mean, I'll tell them, nobody, I don't just come out like, hey, guess what happened? You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, let me tell you the truth before you get, you know, you, because like you said earlier, you know, some people look at it as the easy way out, which it is not. It is a reset. It's a chance for your body to recover and regroup. But like, even now, you know, I can actually say, I can actually say, I go to the gym almost every day. If I don't go to the gym, my wife and kids can attest. I do some kind of workout normally, even if it wasn't nothing but shoveling that three feet of snow the other day. Tell day me about it. For three days I straight. I did that. Ooh. That was a workout. You know what I'm saying? I was out there dripping sweat. I was sweating. <laughs> but, really? <laughs> ah, that's my LaVille Crawford voice. But yeah, but uh, so I was out there doing that. So it's people that be like, oh no, if you drink this or you do this or you take this magic potion, why do you think people do that like what you think they're ashamed or what do you think how do you feel about that let's talk about how you feel no matter what they think you know how you feel about it this is mull it over um i feel like a lot of it it is it's the shame factors like because you because people say a lot of things and people have said a lot of crazy things even before i had surgery and after but i, I mean i can admit like before i actually went through the process i was one of those people that was like oh weight loss surgery easy way out it's not it's not and i feel like people are misinformed like they're ignorant to what what 
weight loss surgery is. And so it, it is one of those things because people have talked down about it. And because of the negative things, you don't want to share. And but I, I don't like the people because you don't really want people like questioning your journey type deal. No, I'm okay with it. Like, like I'm I just said, I'm in general. Screaming it. No, yeah, I think that might be what it is. Um, yeah, they don't want people to question why they did something like, and then or does it some, take away their authenticity? Yeah, and I also feel because weight loss has become like, of course, people been losing weight, but like I think it just became this big thing. Like it's like, in social media, like everything, like you know, I think it's just because people. People is the reason why people don't say that they had surgery. It's just because of what others say. Like that's yeah. just what it is. Simple as somebody somebody asked me, like they said some which I'm a this is leading up to my next question, but it's funny that you say that because like people feel like it's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And I remember I was talking to the homie and he told me, and I was telling him about everything or whatever. And he said, well, what's the what's the trophy you get either way? And I said, you don't get a trophy. He said, so what do it matter? <laughs> Whether it's the right way or the wrong way. You don't get an award either way. You, you don't get nothing out of it. You still got to put the work into it to maintain it. So what's the big whoop-de-doo about it? So do people ever say stuff to you in regards to whether it be in the right way or in regards to how much you lost and like, do they become real inquisitive about how you lost it? And has there ever been a situation? This is kind of a big question. Has there ever been a situation where someone may have thought you had the surgery and they like badger you with questions until you tell them or like, how does that work? How's that ever worked in your world? Um, so a couple of different things. Uh, <laughs> well, it's so funny because at first I was like, one of those, I was like, I'm not going to really tell people. But then I was like, you know, for what, like, I didn't want to feel like I was hiding something, but also know, like, it's not people's business. But for me, I was like, you know, if I can be this person, it might be somebody that may be afraid to say that they had it. So I'm going to just go ahead and say I had it, but I was also happy with how the process was going. So I'm like, I'm going to share it with people. And I did. And from that, once I started sharing it. It goes so much to say how much people actually read when you post things on social media. Some people really don't read. Like after I lost the weight, I had a message and somebody was like, hey, you you interested in trying this tummy tea? Like, you know, um, this would be great. And blase, blase, skip. Like it helps you curb your appetite and all of this stuff. And I'm like, well, actually, I don't need that. Like I literally just had surgery. And like I'm not about to push that because I'm not about to say, this is what helped me lose weight because I feel like it's all a gimmick thing, whatever. And the way to lose is water, whatever. We ain't going to get into that. Um, so that was the first thing I was like, it made me realize the people that's been man manipulative um, that has had weight loss surgery and then go on to start selling things like that was the reason why they lost weight. It's not. Um, oh, so they capping. All they cap. capping. They, they definitely capping. And I found out a lot of people was capping because you join weight loss surgery groups and these people are on these groups with me. And I'm like, I <laughs> they don't like you. Nothing. You see me? They don't be liking nothing, but they in there. Yeah, they in there. And it's like, we see each other. But like, okay, you, I'm going to let you have it. You know you want to join in on some of them conversations, but you just be yeah. sitting there lurking like you don't know. Yeah, like, go ahead. You can have it. Um, 
But I think yeah, I the mean, first backhanded comment that I received was, "Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you don't that you don't look sick." I said, "What?" And they said, "Yeah, you know, some people what? they had a weight loss surgery and they they just they don't look right. Like it, they just look like they just look so wore down and tired." And I was like, "Am I supposed to say thank you?" Like I don't. I don't know. Like, how do you put you at like a weird disposition? Because you be trying to figure out if I'm gonna snap back or if I'm gonna be courteous. Yeah, like it really just have you stuck for a second. Like, why did you like? Even if you thought that, why did you feel okay to even say that to me? Like, they and I think some people they really think stuff like that is a compliment. Like, like I've had a few people tell me like, "Oh, you lost like ten people," and then I'd be like, "Well, dang, well, how big was I?" Like, yeah, I mean, hey. and thank you i mean you ain't tell me it's what i was some crazy stuff though hey you lost a half a body like well dang man you lost you man you was the size of two of you oh well dang yeah. is it like you think they said like i i guess in theory you know they're trying to come from a a good place but it's distasteful it's a it's a compliment and smack in the face all at the same time. <laughs> it's like, like even when I was big, like you didn't have to say that though. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. So how does that? How does that? Like, how do you? How can you? How can we as this? Because I'm sure anybody that has ever been through this process, even if you did it naturally, how can you address the people who throw these? backhanded comments like do you like spaz on them like like what do you say well i lost the weight but you still ugly like like what do you say like i, I, I mean like, i feel like it's really no right answer because i mean it's yeah it's no right answer because that's I, I will say you could tell somebody like oh you look good but depending on who you tell that to they could be like well dang it it, it can further uh feel the insecurities that they already have like you yeah, know so like oh you look good sound a whole lot better than the dang you only know the size of a regular person now no i think it does sound good but for somebody if somebody um has insecurities about that oh i was bigger and i didn't look good so then you tell me oh you look good and in in the sense it could take them back to that place where like i didn't look like i knew i didn't look good before like you know that's what i had like so it's just I, but I, for me, I would rather hear like, dang, you look good. Like, I see you, girl. Like, okay. one of those okay. compliments that black women so, give people. Let's I talk see about you. these compliments. Like, so when a person, like, okay, say these guys, because from what I hear, you know, what I know, you're a single young lady. So <laughs> has any guys, like, has your inbox begin to, you know, spike a little bit because of the weight loss? Like, you get a couple, a couple inboxes here and there, you know, dudes trying to you know, see what you're about, and how do you feel when that happens? <laughs> yeah, this it over. We get to uh, it. Um, I wouldn't say I've had surprising inboxes, um, but I've had some people that like I may have been interested in before, and maybe I didn't say anything. I've had them approach me like, "Oh, you look good. Like I ain't seen you in a while." But for me, I'm already like, "Yeah, I know." And but you like you know what who's that Mike do back then they didn't want me <laughs> back so then I, they didn't want me now I'm hot they all <laughs> over so you get like a even you do get like a new 
confidence and everything though with the surgery though it does bring your confidence level yeah up if you let yeah. yeah so like you know i mean i think like this is my format here we're gonna get more people on here we're gonna talk about uh the sleeve and uh, i think like what you did today was epic i think we're gonna continue this conversation uh i don't want to give it all away in this uh on this particular podcast plus i got some other people and then we're going to end up doing a round table in a, in a little bit that's my plan here we're gonna have a little round table with people and we're gonna we're gonna do it on a live platform so that we can actually have people call in and ask us questions and we're gonna maul it over live on facebook and you know have people really talk about it a little while back my wife had put out a lot of filler questions for me she's also my uh my my, my personal assistant <laughs> <laughs> my and my my media person at times because you know i said we had to do this twice because <laughs> i didn't hit the record button you know sometimes i have moments we all have it but uh we definitely want to talk about that and uh i think today whoever listening to this they're gonna know that they heard some good words it was from good places we keep it real man we ain't holding nothing back uh yeah. sharon like you know just real quick give us uh some words of encouragement or or lead us, you know, uh, some pot, somebody that may be struggling on what they want to do or if they should or shouldn't do it. Like what, like, you know, talk to them for a little bit. If you got anything coming up, if they can reach out to you, leave your, uh, your, uh, IG or your Facebook, uh, you know, just talk a little bit about yourself. So if somebody wanted to know who you are and maybe reach out to you and talk about your journey on a one-on-one session, or if it's a nice looking guy who's real respectable, you know, okay. I got to vet him first. After I vet him first, then we'll see okay. what he is. But, uh, hey, shameless plug for you, baby. Nah, you so weirdos uh, out there, but. No, nah, don't dive into the inbox, because don't, don't let the save girl fool you. She got hands. But, uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> let's, uh, and she got brothers. Yeah, definitely yeah. got brothers. And his brother got brothers. Oh, my but, gosh. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to the people? Go ahead. It's your time. Um, I will say that actually, before, like through my process, I recorded some videos and like I just been holding on to them. And I'm like, what you going to do with these? So actually, just be looking for it. Um, I'm thinking about dropping them on TikTok or something. I'm going to just share some of my experience uh, leading up to the surgery and some videos I recorded even after surgery. Um, so I'll be dropping that. Like, if you want to learn more about my process, my journey, what I went through, my thoughts, my feelings, whatever the case may be, um, I'll be dropping that. Um, I'm actually not going to drop my social media because I don't want anyone to follow me as of yet. Maybe yeah. the next time I'm on the show, I'll have that for y'all. But, um, yeah, my other, I, I just want to say, like, um, even before weight loss surgery, like, really really take a look like really start to love yourself like um just just something that i started doing at um at random i would look at myself in the mirror because sometimes we don't really truly look at who we are in the mirror and i would look in the mirror and i would just say sharon i love you like and i would just keep saying that because i'm like i don't know if i've ever told myself that i love me like you know you look to hear from other people and, you know, sometimes that might be why you get in certain relationships and friendships with people because they affirming things that you should start affirming in yourself first. Um, so um, do that. Practice that type of self-love. Think about your why of why you want to do it. And um, think of it and take it serious. I mean, like, it, it's not an easy process. And your 
your outcome may not be what you envision. So keep in mind of that too. Like, I'm not trying to talk anybody out of it. I just want to say, make sure your mind is right um, before doing it. Because if not, you're going to soon regret after it. Like, I shouldn't have did this. Because I've heard people say, I shouldn't have done this. And they they hate it. Um, but yeah, so... Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Listen, this is Mike Maul. This is the Maul It Over podcast. Sharon was a special guest today. It's many more to come. Tune in. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to me at Maul Media Podcast. Oh, I said it all wrong again. At Maul It Over Podcast at gmail.com. Your questions, your comments, your concerns. Let's talk about it. We really like to answer the questions and stuff on the show. Like I said, we will be putting together a table and we're going to go live and we're going to talk to some people. But this is Mike Maul. This is the Maul It Over Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Hey.